0: Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, a daily podcast where we frustratedly punch the bag of Rocky 2 one dialogue-free minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. And joining us this week is... One of the pod daddies of the Minute by Minute format, Pete the Retailer. Welcome, Pete. Hey, thanks. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me back. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad that, um, I mean, since your car broke down in front of our studio last time, we actually, you right. know, we, we, we got you for a full week of episodes, so.
1: This is seeming like it's not coincidence anymore. I think you guys are <laughs> sabotaging my vehicles, but we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, you're the one that keeps driving in our neighborhood. <laughs>
1: I just want you to notice me. <laughs> Oh, we notice. We notice. <clears throat> well, today we're
0: knocking out minute 46, which begins with some angry punches and it ends with a long staircase.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we, um, last minute, now this uh, this workout that he's doing in the basement, Pete, um, was the tail end of this conversation that he had with Adrian about how he's expressed interest in how he wants to go back to fighting. And okay. she adamantly adamantly doesn't want to want him to um to the point where she offers to go back to the pet shop to work part-time to somehow support their family
1: wow (laughs) yeah i i i I get the vibe of that a little bit obviously there's something you know uh as i think i mentioned you know off the air to you guys like this is this is probably the one i'm least familiar with Mm -hmm. out of the series you know i've i've seen it but probably not since you know, Channel 11 when I was a kid or something like that. Right, right, sure. Um, And so I was like, wait, what's the vibe here? But then as it plays out, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, it does a good job of, even without dialogue, you kind of get the context that he's, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously he's in an unhappy spot. And I remember the basic deal.
0: Yeah, they, um, you know, it was back in the 70s, but long has the uh, thought been that it's the man's job to make money for the family and the woman is supposed to stay home right? Mm-hmm. Obviously right. Not, not so much nowadays.
1: Well, for, he's a kind of, you know, traditional kind of mm-hmm. guy, and I can I can totally see that being part of it, you know, that's his character not being, not having that be acceptable to him at all.
0: Right, and she'll, she'll go against the norm and do anything to keep him out of the ring. Right. And that's being a, a pregnant, a, a woman who's, how, Jay, how many months pregnant do you think she is at this point? She's pretty far along, right? Maybe like four or five months, I would guess. Okay, four or five months. Six she's, months? I don't know. She's definitely showing, but she's willing to, you know, buck the norm and go back to work. Yeah, she's really, right.
2: really willing to sacrifice a part time job at the pet shop. She's really going out there for her family. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a, another conversation we had last week is how, really how much money is she pulling in that she's going to s- support the two of them, pay the mortgage, uh, right. you know, get. Get the house ready for a baby on a
1: part time pet shop salary. Although, again, in 70s, you know, things hadn't gone as out of control with, with the real estate prices, right? So maybe, mm-hmm. like, especially in, you know, Philly, certain areas of Philly in the 70s, I'm sure the mortgage is probably reasonable, but still, yeah, part time at a pet shop is not. Yeah, you know, I would. Not gonna, I mean, maybe it'll make a little bit of a difference, but. It'll soften the blow a bit. Right.
2: There's another thing I don't understand though about this whole thing is that he went on the job, the job hunt. He went to a couple places. He tried. He was trying to get an office job. The guys kept offering him. You know, everybody kept suggesting, "Why don't you go for a manual labor job?" And, and I'm sure in Philadelphia in the 70s, you can get a dock worker, um, a warehouse worker, uh, something uh, manual labor type of job where you can make decent money, mm-hmm. right? He go, He he doesn't. He, he takes the meat plant, meat whatever, meat house job, which is a manual labor job, right? He seems to enjoy it. He's, he works it. He does it. He gets laid off from it. He's upset that he gets laid off from it. Why doesn't he just go back and get one of the manual labor jobs? Right. Like, he ended up settling for the job, and then he got laid off from it, and he was disappointed he got laid off from it. So I don't understand why he, it doesn't make sense to me why he just doesn't go back and get a manual labor job at this point.
0: Like, that wasn't the
1: only job that was out there? Right.
2: Like it was like yeah. it was like Meat House or Bust. Like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> there's probably another Meat House out there. <laughs> he's,
1: got, <laughs> yeah. he's got Meat House experience. He so can go find another. Like
2: there's some there's some you know I lo- Rocky Two is one of one of my favorites in the series. Um I I like it. I'm a Rocky fan. I'm a Rocky Two fan. But there's some continuity. And I don't know if continuity is the right word. But there's some issues with with the whole thing. They're making it seem like he didn't want the manual labor job, but then he got the manual labor job, and then he was upset that he lost the manual labor job. And now it's like the end result is his pregnant wife has to go back to work part time at the pet shop?
0: I mean, it, there was uh, a recession of sorts in the late 70s, so maybe even those jobs weren't as plentiful.
2: Well, then why doesn't he go work
1: in the pet shop? He doesn't have pet shop experience? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> He's got to pump up his resume. Yeah. Although it's, I mean, this kind of unfolds over the course of this week, not to jump ahead, but I think, you know, deep down inside, it's not just about the, the you know, making, it's not just that he doesn't want Adrian to work, and it's not just that he, like, it's not a job. It's like he, once he got a taste of that life, and that's, you know, he, he kind of, he needs to be around the, like, he had the ultimate thrill with boxing, and so he's like, I don't know, this is, this is what it's all about, and so I just kind of want to need to somehow be, involved in that around that mm-hmm. well that's my other problem is i'm not getting into it now
2: because it, it's more uh for a conversation for later but I, have, I i have a problem with that too i have a this this, this couple minutes i'm bringing out a couple problems i have with the storyline okay sure
0: that's what that's why we look at it one minute at a time <laughs> mm-hmm. so this between rocky and adrian this whole conversation that they had last week occurs in a Lamaz class mm-hmm. I don't know if I did mention that last week I was drinking Um, (laughs) but the uh, after this scene is over that's when Rocky's washing buckets that's when he's Mm -hmm. like talking to his dog he has a whole conversation with the dog about says you know the problem the way I see it is that I can get a job if I want to but I don't want to wait but do I want to do something that I'm not going to be happy doing you know what I mean plus we need money now dogs don't want to hear this and then they go out for a walk It continues what i mean buckus is you got to do some things that that you you know it's all in like rocky speak so i i gotta i gotta weed through the gibberish uh you gotta do some things you just cut out to do like a specialty oh like your specialty is barking right you're a great barker it would be hard for you to learn how to meow because it don't come natural you gotta be natural with yourself and I continue walking, and now if I could make Adrian feel the way I feel, I wouldn't have this problem. But when you give your word, Buckus, that's it. I can understand she's, uh, she don't want me getting my head broke, but I like boxing, so what am I supposed to do? Your word's your word. Uh, you're a smart dog. You got any answers. So he's, I mean, he's, Buckus is really the, the only person that he'll, um, <laughs> he'll he'll air this out to right. about about his feelings. But he wants to go back to boxing. He says that much
2: right here. But, but but in the actual movie, not the script, in the actual movie, they have made no indication that he wanted to go back to boxing at this point. Every indi- everything that we've seen so far makes you think, it makes you believe that he that this is all about him not being able to provide for Adrian and his unborn son. Mm-hmm. So they're leading you down a path that if I'm watching this movie, I'm going, he's going to go back to boxing because he needs to support his family and he can't do it any other way, so he has to suck it up and fight again. That's the path they're currently taking me down.
0: When does that change? Um, what's today? I mean, uh, Monday? yeah, there's an indication <laughs> later on Thursday, this Thursday, Friday? This week, yeah,
2: where it changes. But that's where the... Well, I'll get to it then. I, talk about it. I don't want to talk about it yet. It's very uh, upsetting to me.
0: So he's he's walking we see Mighty Mix the outside of the gym and this this is the same night, correct? Probably well, he- probably
2: after dinner. Well oh but also the only thing I want to bring up is when he when he's been ever since the fight, right? So he, he had, he's been in the hospital, he got engaged, he got married, he went on a shopping spree, they found out they were pregnant, he went job hunting, like a lot of things have gone on and if you notice like he hasn't really shown any emotion in the past couple months. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he was getting turned down for jobs, he was kind of just like, you know, he never got mad. He never showed any emotion at all. He just kind of took it in stride, you know, went on to the next thing. And and this kind of like um, where he, he's punching the bag and then he gets angry and throws a couple angry, angry punches. Like, this is the first time we've seen him show any real emotion in the past couple months. Mm-hmm. So it's mm. good to see a little, you know, we know he's an emotional guy and uh, it's good to see that he's finally breaking out and,
1: Getting angry again, yeah. Well, so he's he's getting his he's he's breaking out of that complacence that he was, I guess, gonna getting himself used to. I don't know. He's he's feeling emotional, feeling uh, passionate about something, which is good. And it it gets from here
0: really for the rest of the uh, I would say the rest of the movie. Like we see him go through a whole bunch of different emotions: anger, sadness, uh, elation. You know, so what, Mm -hmm. whereas like really the only emotion we saw was his, his, um, boyish ignorance when he was on his spending spree, he was all excited that he had all this money to blow. But that, I mean, that's not really an emotion.
1: Right. Anything but.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Although before we leave the apartment, I just wanted to shout out those hanging planters in the back. That's that's totally, totally like, you know, late seventies, early eighties. Like I feel like every... I, I was immediately transported to that time, time frame <laughs> yeah. when I saw those. I was like, oh god, yeah! Like every, I feel like every one of my aunts had like a plant in a plastic hanger, hanging uh, plants. Or does like he keep
2: plants? Plants alive in the basement. I can't keep plants alive in my in anywhere in my house, much less the basement. You know, out outside. <laughs> I've killed. I, I couldn't keep plants alive in the rainforest. I. I just. I, we've killed. I've killed two plants in the last couple months alone, and he's got plants growing in the basement. Last
0: week, our guest Liz, um, I guess she's uh, familiar with plants, and she uh, she pointed the plant out. She I forgot what she called it, but she called it something where it's like the easiest to care for plant. It can grow anywhere. It can flourish anywhere, even in a basement. Damn, I forgot what the, the name she called it, though.
1: Wasn't even like, like literally. It was just kind of like I hadn't even... You could have told me that there were no plants in there. I'd be like, oh, yeah? Really? Because I just <laughs> totally got distracted by those planters. I was like, oh, that, and it's like a... It's totally a specific thing too. It's like they didn't they didn't replace the rope with plastic yet. So there's still like there's like a plastic no, yeah. pot, but real rope. So it's mm-hmm. like just a real specific time frame. Yeah, it does.
0: It it brings me back to like the eighties too in my grandmother's house. Yeah. But it's it, it is a very specific to the time specific kind of thing. Uh so it so it is that same night, correct? Uh, later, probably. Probably. Later on that night after dinner. Supper so they they always like all these exterior shots like by the gym they always seem to get it just as that elevated train is going by overhead mm. i love it because it adds to you know that gritty nature of the neighborhood
2: mm-hmm. well they probably come through quite often so it's probably not hard to time it out mm-hmm. right sure yeah, I mean, they just usually like trains have like a schedule <laughs>
1: waiting 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 okay it's coming it's rolling start rolling start rolling go 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 <laughs> do the pan yeah uh, and they they uh they do the wet
0: streets. They spray the, the streets down at mm. for these nighttime shots. Yeah, it gives the uh the lights that nice, the nice long. But the the, the when it, when the light shines on the ground, Yeah, you know what the hell I'm talking about? Glare. <laughs> yes, glare, glare. Oh, there we
1: go. I was trying to think of like a film term. I'm like, is there?
0: A separate <laughs> there there was I. I the last time we saw an, out, an exterior shot of the street and it was wet, I read an article about the um, the reasoning behind it. And uh, they did use a word. It was like um, diffuser or diffused light or something like that. Mm. Um, that was too long ago for me to remember. Uh, so he's wa- walking buckets in his Eagles jersey.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a question I had. Is that the... Has this dog been wearing an, an eagle jersey before, or is this the first? Uh, uh, there was one other scene, right? This right. is the first appearance of this this outfit.
2: Was okay. this in one other scene when they went to the pet store to buy the collar? And the, uh, wasn't he? Oh the yes, Eagle's he shirt? was. I couldn't get a look at what number was on the back. There's a name and number on on the back of this one, but you can't. I can't tell what it is. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get a look 50, at it. Fifty fifty
0: one. Fifty one. Oh, you can't see it.
1: Let me let me look it up 51? while we're. Well, I think it just says eagles, right? So maybe it's on backwards. <laughs> oh, good
2: point. Maybe that's the front we're looking at. Oh, eagles. Number 51. and what yours is?
0: Uh, seventy. Probably Nine,
1: eight. Filmed in seventy. Seventy-eight. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: 78. Now you know, uh, Pete. It's well documented that that's Sylvester Stallone's
1: real dog. Oh right. Yeah. I think I think he was in. Was it the last time I was on? Did, we, did I get? Dog minutes. (laughs) uh, (laughs) The minute you
0: got last time was um, Mickey groveling to Rocky in his apartment, which is actually a nice parallel to what we have this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I noted that, that it's a great, uh, it's kind of like almost like a mirror of that.
2: Yeah. What do you got? Uh, In 1978, 1979, Reggie Wilkes was number 51. He was a linebacker. Mm. Um, all right. That's really it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. he,
1: Interesting. He, you know, I mean, I guess the dog, having that dog be a linebacker, wearing a linebacker's jersey makes sense. Yeah, he probably could. That dog's a monster. No, I don't know.
0: Outer space monster, some would say. <laughs> um, He he
2: was a 1970 NFL all rookie team. He had six fumble recovers. That's really only his. Uh, I don't, I don't know anything about the Eagles. I don't even know if this guy's good or famous or what. Well, we can move on. Okay. He's from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. <laughs> there you go. Six, four, whatever. So does Rocky take the key
0: to the door out of his hat? Yes.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I thought so, too. That's where he keeps his stuff,
2: man. His keys, his locker combination, <laughs> picture. It's like a wallet to him. <laughs> it's like a wa- I mean, wa- wallet on your head. He's
1: wearing a jacket with pockets. Yeah,
2: you know. Okay.
1: Good but argument. What are you going to put in your hat then? You know, a key could probably fit in the hat band, you know, inside the band of your hat whereas like a key in your pocket by itself if it's the only key, Wait, it can't be his only key. Ah, you know, it might Sorry. be. It might be his only key. It might be his only key. Although, as a as a hat guy, I know like I'm more likely to, you know, I change my pants, change my shirt, change my jacket, but the hat is fairly consistent. So, like, mm. if I know I'm going to need it pretty much every day, I might put it in my hat.
0: That's that's a good way to look at it. Yes, because I am also a hat guy, and you're right. The hat remains the same, right? And I I leave crap in my pants pockets all the time. Yeah, and wash twenty dollar bills. Um, in the in the first Rocky, he takes his locker combination out of his hat, which was written on a piece of paper. Now, I wouldn't recommend keeping paper in your hat, especially me, the way I sweat. Oh yeah, no, I'm.
1: That would just be the uh, mush immediately. Yeah. It would I stepped outside. Yeah. So the staircase uh, resembles
0: the Rocky staircase in his apartment from the last movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, this time it's Rocky going up the stairs as opposed to Mickey. Like we just said, it's a kind of a parallel there. And here we have Rocky coming to ask Mickey for a favor. When the last time was Mickey coming and ask Rocky for the favor, right?
2: Right. And apparently, when you, in Rocky, when you want to get a favor, you have to walk up a long staircase first. (laughs) It's like a, uh, what are they? Like a. Is that called? Trope? No, no. Like when you have to do something before you could do something. Gauntlet?
1: Similar to a gauntlet, I guess? Right. Yeah, there's like a. a, Yeah, like almost like the labors of Hercules or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to go, like, do a. It's like, all right, well, if you want to. If you need a favor, you have to do this like physical challenge first.
2: It's kind of like we when we talked about it in in Rocky when Mickey did it. It's very similar here. Is both of these men? You know, Rocky doesn't seem like the kind of guy that likes to go and ask for favors. He doesn't want handouts. He doesn't want. He seems like he wants to do everything himself. Was you know when he was in the first one going to fight, he didn't want anyone's help. He want, mm-hmm. they didn't want Mickey's help he didn't want Paul he said he wanted to do it himself so this is kind of like it makes it the same way he doesn't grovel at anybody he doesn't go ask for favors so it's kind of in both instances the staircase was kind of like them having to overcome this you know it was it was not just um, you know it was you have to you're here you are you know you want to get you know you're going to have to ask somebody you have to get over that get over yourself first Um, something you have to overcome before you can you know suck up your pride and and do that so it's kind of an like you said a parallel to both of them and mm-hmm. now Mickey had to do it, and now Rocky has to do it.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, um, yeah, like like a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a pretty dialogue-free minute, so
2: uh, not pretty.
1: It uh, is completely, <laughs> a dialogue-free.
0: definitely dialogue-free minute, and um, yeah. really the rest of the week is nothing but dialogue.
1: So, I uh, when he first walks up to the corner of the building here, I wanted to say I thought it it totally looks like Brooklyn, like specifically, you know, kind of like Williamsburg under Broadway or whatever. I was like, is this mm-hmm. they didn't shoot this here, right? And I looked it up and it was like, no, it's a very specific place in Philadelphia and like looks exactly the same now, pretty much. Do they have uh, was like, uh elevated subway in that part of In in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah, it's like where the kind of right where it's coming off the bridge uh and so it's it's still kind of above ground it, you know comes and goes underground above ground in various spots but there's there's like a stretch of of broadway in in uh, brooklyn that i thought was uh, looked a lot like this but it uh, turns out it was very much philadelphia obviously i shouldn't have shouldn't have questioned it
0: <laughs> uh yeah they they really um they really dug their heels into the whole philly um, philly neighborhood I mean, it's yeah. It's not a. It wasn't a good neighborhood back then, and it's certainly not today. But uh, I never, I haven't been that deep into Brooklyn, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have recognized this as resembling any part of it. I didn't even know the, uh, <coughs> the subway went above ground and uh, over
2: there. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't. You, don't. you live f- in New Jersey? Yeah. I don't get to Brooklyn that often. Did you
2: watch the news? <laughs> <laughs> You watch Law and Order. This is I mean, this. <laughs> I've seen this, this street in Law and Order, in Brooklyn version of this street. <coughs> well, I stand corrected. Does the Bronx have an elevated train at some point? By Yankee Stadium? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's also one. I remember getting. I remember getting lost going to the Bronx Zoo one time, and I went down a street also similar to this with the elevated train above it.
0: Jerome Jerome uh, Avenue Boulevard.
2: I don't know. Could be. Yeah, the street on Yankee Stadium. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, do you have anything else, Jay? Pete? No. Yeah.
1: Uh, no. I think that's it. Okay.
0: Uh, Pete, I understand you do a little podcast called Star Wars Minute.
1: That's true. I do. It's Why uh, you tell her tell her fans a little bit. <laughs> well, it's kind of like this, except for a different movie from the late seventies uh, called Star Wars, where we, uh, well, and all of its sequels. We're about to. to dive into the, uh, the new Disney movies. We're doing the force awakens, uh, this season, this year, uh, which will be our seventh season of this. Uh, so we're ramping up for that. And that's, uh, it's, it, it's both super exciting and a little bit daunting as you guys know that it's like, all right, I got this thing ahead of me now. You know, it's almost like starting a marathon. It's like, oh, this is going to be, you know, what I'm doing for a while. <laughs> it's going to be, uh, it's going to take over everything for a little bit, but it's, it's going to be fun.
0: Well, you got over the hump, and you said your farewells to Father Lucas, and now on to, I would say, greener pastures (laughs) (laughs) than you spent the last three years in.
1: I mean, it's weird to be doing a movie that's, you know, pretty much universally liked again. Like, we haven't really had that in a while, so it's like, yeah, it's great to, you know, when we send minutes to people, and they're like, oh, I love this part, and I'm like, oh, good. haven't heard that in a while. Yeah. Uh, All right, and um, where can they find that? Yeah, it's starwarsminute.com or at Star Wars Minute on Twitter, and we uh, we post you know every day while we're in while we're in season Monday through Friday. We're we're gonna be going through through the middle of uh, 2019, which seems with that one released. And then we'll we'll move on from there. Fantastic. Uh, we're minute on all your social media
0: needs. We have a listeners group on Facebook called Mighty Mix. Uh, DuelingGenre.com is our host website run by Scott Corelli. So uh, it's not just us over there. There's a ton of other Minute by Minute shows and other original programming. And um, the bigger family is the Minute by Minute family. You can find all the, uh, the movies and um, other projects that got this treatment over at moviesbyminutes.com. We'll see you tomorrow on a brand new episode of Rocky Minute.
1: What are we waiting for? Take this!
2: Doesn't make any sense to me.